Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. (laughs) Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show coming to you through a series of tubes. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm, uh, Senorita Suavemente herself, (laughs) the Duchess of the Dorks, it is Ashley Pickle. Hola. Hola is right. And a couple of, uh, when when are you going to the Valley? Yes. They, the viewers don't know this. and I'm so excited. Uh, next week, it'll be Thursday. I'll actually be out Thursday and Friday because I am heading down to the RGV, the goat place in Texas, to go to the UIL State Mariachi Festival. And I could not be more excited. I begged Tepper. She did. This is that, uh, that <laughs> like... like begged. <laughs> 100%. She said, like, when you found out that that was a thing, basically. Yeah, I didn't like, know it was a thing. You were breaking news. Like, we broke news to you because, um, you know, we, we help out with some of the UIL events around here. And I, I said, so are we sending anybody down to the State Mariachi Festival, which I know happens in February every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Chandra, our director of operations, was like, nah, you know, we, you know, take kind of takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. But you, like, perked up like, oh, excuse me? Yeah. Wait, I, what? I said, what? What did you just say? Yes. State Mariachi Festival? Uh, yeah, I'm in. So I will be down there for four days, and I could not be more excited. Yes. So Ashley's <laughs> going to be gone next Thursday and Friday for um, a cultural exchange. Yes. Uh, is what we're doing. Do we f- have first four through the door? We sure do. It is uh, Aaron Flynn, Daniel Agnew, Ed, and Allison Brown. Ed McElroy. I'll say yeah. his last name. I have the courage to no, say his I last know. name. <laughs> but y'all made fun of me because I always messed it up, so I just... Quit saying it all. It's kind of a running bit now. Also, real quick shout out. Uh, since I saw that my mom just joined, happy birthday, Trish! It's wait a, a second. What? Mom, Mama Pickle's birthday today. Are you wait? Are you serious? Yeah. Do you know what today is? What? Today's my dad's birthday. Really? Happy birthday to uh, to Mark. The the parentals of Texas yes. football today. Wow. How cool is that? What a coincidence! <laughs> yes. Uh, today is Mark Tepper's 29th birthday. Happy birthday. 
to my dad and to your mom. Yeah. Wow. Also 29, by the way. Also 29. <laughs> it's weird they were born the exact same, same day. Thing. Yeah. Who would have thought? Happy 29th birthday. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who thought? Not, Not me. me. <laughs> Not me. So, uh, happy birthday to them. Uh, yeah, I was, pl- I was planning on coming on and doing my parent birthday well, thing. Well, I beat you to it. What Look a weird. a better child. <laughs> well, I don't know. You yeah, got, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Today is Tuesday, February 11th, 2020, 289 days until Thanksgiving, episode 901, 901, the number of games that Cecil Espy, or another at-bats writer for Cecil Espy in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Espy Awards are named after Cecil Espy. Whoa! That's not true, (laughs) but he does have a last name, Espy. He never won one, though. I was going to say, it would have been cool if he won one. Yeah, well, he uh, he was a fine... If I remember correctly, he was just kind of a utility infielder type guy. Or no, outfielder, rather. Uh, outfielder um, just turned 57. Anyway, happy birthday, Cecil Espy, wherever you are. <laughs> on today's show, guys, uh, we're going to run through. There's a piece that Matt Stepp has put up on TexasFootball.com. Uh, winners and losers of UIL realignment. We're going to run through some of those um, that you can find at TexasFootball.com. And then back half of the show in College Station this past weekend... We caught up with one of our favorites. Uh, never have to give us a, never have to give us an excuse to talk to the head hippo, uh, the head coach of the Hutto Hippos, Coach Brad Laplante. Uh, we will hear from Coach Laplante coming up here, back half of the show. Uh, he from the Great White North, Minnesota. I want to say he's from Minnesota originally. It's uh, it's too too cold up there for me. Not happening. Well, I think it was too cold up there for him too, which is why he's down here. Smart, you know. Smart man. Smart, very <laughs> smart. Okay. So, let's run through. we got uh, some pieces up on TexasFootball.com. Uh, uh, realignment Central presented by our friends at James Hardy. Um, Matt Stepp has run through some realignment winners and losers. Teams that fared well, teams that didn't fare so well in each classification. I won't run through all of them. Uh, I hope that you will consider becoming Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider so you could see uh, all of them. Uh, that is f- premium, right? Do we have that premium? Yeah, we yes. do. Okay, so I won't give them all away. Bye. Uh, you can see who Matt Sepp picks at each classification uh, for winners and losers. So we'll go from 6A down to 2A. We'll start with 6A. And the winners, um, he lists a number of, of winners, but one of them, we'll talk with one of their head coaches coming up here in a little bit, but he says that District 25-6A is a winner in 6A. And I tend to agree with him. Yes, if you're Hutto, you're making the move up from 5A to 6A, but... You do then get to move over into Region 4. Because if you remember, this is the Austin Vandergrift Round Rock ISD district that was in Region 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're talking about playing first round playoff games in Houston, right? Or, or you're, play, you're talking about playing, you know, uh, kind of hither and yon scattered across the, uh, the state. Instead, from a travel perspective, they will be a lot more local. Uh, you know, now do they want to be matched up in, you know, with first round with Lake Travis or Westlake? Maybe not, but not. at the same time, from a travel perspective, that that works out well. And furthermore, Region 4 is, generally speaking, a lot more manageable than Region 2. So 27-6, or 25-6A, I would say, is definitely uh, a winner. As far as losers are concerned, um, he lists Waco High as a, as a loser in this. So, of course, uh, there's a lot of talk around District 11-6A, uh, of course, that's the Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill district. Hewitt Midway makes its way up as well, but they are not coming alone from Central Texas. Also, Kwame Cavill's uh, Waco Lions are heading north as well. 
Uh, this is a, a team that's gone one and nine the past couple of years, and more importantly, and, and, and the worst part I would say uh, for Waco High is that they are four students above the five A cutoff. They are a tiny, tiny six A by relative standard. I mean, we're talking about still school with twenty one hundred kids, but they're a tiny six A. To now go into a very difficult 6A district, uh, I think that there's no way that you can't say that they got the short end of the stick as far as realignment is concerned. Uh, in 5A, a winner, Westlaco East and McAllen ISD. Speaking of the, of the Valley, those are four drop-downs from Class 6A. And look, all of them have had some success in the past, especially Westlaco East and McAllen Memorial figure to be teams that are able to immediately compete. And when you take a look at the way that Region 4 of 5A Division 1 has shaken out, San Antonio Wagner, who has dominated that region the past couple of years, they're gone. They're up to 6A. Now... It's wide open, and you start saying, why not a team from the Rio Grande Valley? Why not uh, a team like Westlaco East to make a run? Why not a team like McAllen Memorial uh, to make a run? So those uh, would be teams that Matt Steps, and, and I tend to agree, classify as a winner uh, in class in, in 5A. As far as a loser is concerned, uh, he's got a couple on here, but one that I will spotlight here is Katie Pato. Katie Pato uh, is a squad that, that's uh, you know now going to be uh, making the jump to 5A Division One. And they are in one of the very toughest districts in the state. Um, they are a team that is, they are suddenly thrust in with Manville, Angleton, Richmond Foster, Fort Bend Hightower, and a, a rising Fort Bend Kempner squad for Katie Pato, who did have such a great breakout year in 2019 at the 5A Division II level. You were wondering, are they going to get a soft landing or a hard landing as they move up into 5A Division I? I think there's no way of saying that they didn't get a hard landing there uh, in 5A Division I. In the 4A ranks, uh, a few different teams that, that uh, are classified as winners. I think the biggest winner overall, plain and simple, it's hard not to look at Salina as a winner. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, a, a perennial power back in the day under Coach G.A. Moore. Um, this is a team that um, they're, not only are they dropping down to 4A Division Two, but they're put over into Region 1. Uh, that is a huge, huge win for them, and, and look... We've still got a lot of data to crunch and things like that, but they're going to be near the top of the table in Region 1 uh, to start the year in 4A Division, 4A Division 2. I think that Salina, especially moving out of one of the very toughest districts in the state, when you're talking about the Argyle District, to move out of that district and into a much more manageable district, I think Salina is definitely a winner as far as realignment uh, is concerned. As far as a loser is concerned... Uh, I, I think that you, you've probably got to look at a team like Port Isabel, go back to the Rio Grande Valley, very tip of Texas down on the south end. Uh, the Tarpons um, were, uh, they, they, one of the biggest things is that they now get thrown into um, a, uh, they don't have to, they do not have to play into a, they don't get put into a four-team district, which is nice for them, right? They suddenly don't have to find seven non-district games. But they go from a four-team district to an eight-team district which is insane. They're going into there, where, where, and, and by the way, you're going in with teams like Sinton, like Rockport Fulton, like Raymondville, who was really good like last year, like Rio Hondo. Port Isabel got a pretty darn tough draw in 4A. I'll keep an eye on them way down south. I can't imagine how difficult it was to find seven games when you're that far That far, south. oh yeah. Like, how do you convince, other than, hey, your kids can see the beach, you know? Like, yeah, we'll travel. To, you, well, I mean, yeah, it's tough. How do you convince tough. someone to come all the way down there? Absolutely. Uh, 3A, uh, a big winner, I would say, is Eastland. Eastland, uh, of course, with Baron Morton, 
Uh, they dropped back down from three A Division One to three A Division Two. Their quarterback they do have back. They were eighteen and six in Division One the past couple of years, and they now avoid Region One and move into Region Two, where I would put them probably. I would install them right now. Look, it's it's what today's the eleventh, February eleventh. Yep. A lot of time between now and then. But looking at the draw, I would install them as chief challenger to Gunner in Region Two. Yeah. Uh, this was a really favorable draw, I would say, for Eastland to get out of kind of that 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 hornet's nest of Region One and move over into Region Two. I thought that was a really nice landing there uh, for Eastland. Uh, as far as losers are concerned, uh, it's hard not to look at Valley View uh, as a team that got the short end of the stick in realignment. They are moving up from two A Division One. You remember their state semifinals a year ago, lost to Post in the semifinals. They are making the move up uh, to three A Division Two, and it ain't easy. They are, you talk about a team that's getting thrown into you know Region 2. They're getting to Region 2 with Holiday and Wichita Falls City View. And by the way, that's the same region that you're going to get Gunner and the aforementioned Eastland. That is a really, really tough draw for Valley View to make the jump up to 3A Division 2. Uh, to land there, I thought, was a pretty hard landing there uh, for the Eagles. Uh, not that they can't do it. They've certainly made a, a habit of t- making this uh, this particular outlet, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, look silly. But that is a that's a pretty tough draw there for Valley View. Uh, as far as uh, in two A, winners are concerned. It's an odd situation for Crawford. Uh, you go back to Central Texas with Valley View leaving Region Two. And former, uh, former district rival San Saba now moving into Region 1. The door now opens, but they do have to find a coach as Delper Kelm is out at Crawford. Another team that I would uh, install as a winner there, uh, if you want to go uh, down south on the coast, I think Refurio. Yeah. Refurio is going to be fine, but, but there was a chance that they were going to get dropped into one of the districts, most notably with Shiner. They avoid that, and the, and the UIL kept the Mason-Shiner-Refurio kind of triumvirate of Region 4 in Region 4, there's a chance that Mason can kind of go wherever. But they kept them in Region 4, but they kept them in different districts. I think that Refurio uh, got a pretty... Uh, and they, they by the way, they, they don't have to drive down to the Rio Grande Valley anymore. I feel like that was a pretty soft landing there uh, for Refurio. Finally, as far as losers are concerned, uh, let's talk about... Uh, we'll spotlight Flatonia. Flatonia had a really outstanding 2019 squad... Uh, they went 11-2, and two, uh, but they're going uh, into one of the deepest districts in the state with Shiner, Weimer, Ganado, Schulenberg. Please check out my district rankings at TexasFootball.com, but I will tell you who's at the top of 2A Division One, uh, it or 2A Division two, or 2A Division One. It is the Shiner, Weimer, Ganado, Schulenberg, and Flatonia district. Those four teams that are now their district bunkmates when they combined 38-12 and 12 last year, and all four of them were playoff teams. This is a that region four in two A division one is just it's brutal. Insane. It's brutal. It's it's absolutely it's, it's it is the power nexus of two A division one. And so when you take a look at the Flatonia and, and to go from where they were, uh, now moving up to division one and to go in with a with a couple of perennial contenders, uh, that's pretty tough there for Flatonia. Of course, you can check out all of Matt Stepp's realignment winners and losers at TexasFootball.com. He goes in depth. Uh, for each of the classifications, you can find that at texasfootball.com. The only way to access that, though, is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's our subscription package. Uh, you get access to our online content or, or, or some exclusive online content. A lot of good stuff that's for free, too. But, hey, you know. Uh, you also get two magazines, including you get the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you early. 
mailed to you before it hits newsstands. You will get it before you can buy it at Walmart or H-E-B or Brookshire's. Don't run around. We had a – there was a coach's wife. I can't remember a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. A coach's wife who we, we threw out something like, hey, become a Dave Campbell's Textful Insider. You get, you get your magazine mailed to you. And a coach's wife chimed in and said – and like, like added her husband and said, you are becoming a subscriber because I am not going around to seven different stores to find that dang magazine. And we, we stand – we were we were here for Respect. it. Respect. <laughs> and you know what? Do it for your wife. Okay? <laughs> Valentine's Day is Friday. Okay? If you want to get your wife a gift, get her the gift <laughs> of not running around HEB Brookshire's, Walmart, all those stores yeah, say, looking for the magazine. Hey, Let honey, us mail to you early. <laughs> Valentine's Day, I got myself a subscription so you didn't have to do work later right. on. Right. <laughs> That's romance. That is love, right? We are True a ro- we are primarily a romance advice show. And yeah, that's basically. what we are giving here. Romance advice. Become a Dave Campbell Sex Football Insider. You've got a lot of great stuff on TexasFootball.com, including access to our archives. If you ever want to dig through like the 1962 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and see all the weird ads in there. And there are some weird ads. Yeah, times were different. If you ever want to see that, you can check it out. <laughs> TexasFootball.com slash archive. It's for Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insiders. Check that out. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Uh, I guess one more small pitch for an insider. I promise I'll shut up after this. But, and I, I put this at the beginning of the podcast, but I'll say it again for people who don't listen to the podcast and instead watch it live. Um, if, you, if, if you like this show, like if you like watching this show or listening to this show, if you want to support it and help make things like this possible, becoming an insider is the best way to do that. If yeah. you do that, that helps us continue to invest in the show and make the show better every single week. Uh, and, 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 you know, so if that's of interest to you, well, we try to make it better every week. If you want to help us try. If you like shows like this, <laughs> become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, you get the great stuff with it, but more importantly, you it get helps. to make yeah. shows like this possible. So, uh, thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider if you are. We probably don't say that enough. This past weekend, Ashley, we went down to College Station. Did we? And while we were listening to K-pop on the way down, <laughs> Which once, we, will talk about once we got there, we had uh, a great conversation with a number of coaches. Uh, a lot of content coming up on TexasFootball.com and on our social media streams. One of the guys we ended up talking to, one of our very favorites, is the head coach of the Hutto Hippos, who are making the move up from 5A to 6A. It is Coach Brad LaPlante, uh, the Minnesotan himself. Uh, we had a great conversation with Coach LaPlante, as we are wont to do. Here's our conversation with Hutto Coach Brad LaPlante here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here at the Lone Star Clinic in College Station here with the evening's entertainment. The speaker tonight from your Hutto Hippos, it's Coach Brad LaPlante. Hey, Coach. Hey, how's so are, you, are you nervous about tonight, the presentation tonight? No, it's going to be good. What is, your, what is your talk on? A little bit of offense, some, uh, some run game, play action, RPOs. You know a little bit about offense. We've had a very nice offense created by some awesome kids and a great staff. Yes, we have. So I want to ask you about 2019. Um, another another solid year for the for the program. It, it feels like to me, and this is from from the outsider's perspective. It feels like now the Huddle program has momentum. It feels like this is a program that there's now that expectation of greatness as opposed to hey, let's go out there and surprise people. Are you feeling the same way from within too? Well, I think so. You know, we've been in the playoffs since 2014 that's a nice run not a lot of teams can say that Uh, so we're part of a a very nice elite group of of teams that can but of course we got that move to 6a and and so we need to 
you know, figure out who our, our guys are going to be. And, you know, we lost some very good ones, uh, a lot of skilled kids uh, last year. And we'll certainly have to build some, some depth going up into 6A. But, man, we love our kids, and they're having a great offseason, and, and they're ready for it. They want to be challenged for it. And, of course, it's a, the exciting part is that it's a whole new group of teams that you haven't played before. Well, and you mentioned it, you know, look, realignment, you guys are, are making the leap from 5A up to 6A. You landed in District 25-6A. Uh, just overall, when the alignments came out, I, there was a lot of talk. You guys could go a lot of different places. Right. Overall, you know, what, what's your feel for where you guys landed? Well, I, I think we fit in well with, with the teams that we're, we're paired with. Certainly we like the uh, proximity for travel, and, and certainly that's great for our, our fans. Uh, but Region 4 was kind of a nice surprise that you know everybody thought if we were going to get Region 4 that you'd have to go through the likes of uh, Austin West Lake and, and Lake Travis and, and that tough district. But we know being in 25-6A, uh, we're going to have to play week in and week out. And, and talking about offense, we, we better score. You saw some 70s uh, in that league uh, last year, so we best be ready. Well, and you know, you, you mentioned the move up and the offseason. Is there... Do you guys talk about that? Are you are you talking about that? Is that something that you are making sure is, is front of mind, or is that is it just hey we're just going out there playing football? It doesn't matter who's across the. Field. Well, I mean, you can control what you can control. You, you you can worry about everybody else all day, but let's control what uh, what we can control. And I'm not going to downplay who we get to play because they're good teams. But when you've uh, faced the Shadow Creeks, when you face the Fosters, when you've had the Fort Bend Marshals, and you've um, had those tests. Uh, we feel that, you know, even that's going to be tougher week in and week out. It's not something that's you know relatively new to our kids because they've been through some uh, some tough battles. It's still early, but do you have a, a feel for when you look at 2020 hippos? Do you have a feel on, on what you feel like your team's going to hang their hat on? What is what is it that the the part of this team that you feel like that's the strength of our team? That's where that's where we're going to be best. Well, I think coming into it, certainly it's going to be the defensive line. Uh, you know, the Landon Watsons of the world and, uh, and Braylon Sugg uh, joining him. Uh, we'll hang our hat on that. We do have four or five offensive line guys that either started or got a lot of playing experience uh, last year. And then, of course, you have Grayson Doggett uh, coming back for his second year uh, as quarterback. So those are probably three big areas that we'll certainly count on uh, to lead our team. But ultimately, for us, it's probably going to be our sophomore class, how they develop. We've got a really nice freshman class next year to be uh, sophomores that uh, we may rely on them uh, to fill in a lot of the gaps, especially in uh, the skill area, building depth, and uh, special teams. So you think maybe veteran in the trenches, younger, explosive on the outside? Yes. If you if you look up and down our roster and watched our last few games, of course, when we got to our last few games, we had five or six people that were out by the time we got to Shadow Creek, unfortunately, for those guys. But uh, I know we'll have a lot of young kids playing uh, playing receiver, running back, DB, uh, to fill it out next year. Uh, you are famous here at, at TexasFootball.com. Uh, you're the guy with the Snickers the before beforehand. How, how was the Snickers game this year? Do you feel like Snickers... Still, still as good as it ever was, or you feel like it's lost a step? I think it may have lost a step because I wanted to uh, to play a few more games. So I've got a couple in the drawer. I've got to look at the born on date to see if they're going to last till next year, I guess. But uh, now they worked uh, just fine. If you would have, if you would have thought we would get to nine wins uh, with all the inexperience that we had coming back people might have taken that right off. So we're really proud of our kids and where they got to be. And by the way, I get text messages almost every week with a photo of a, of a Snickers bar uh, from, from you. Can't be a liar. That's fine. There he is, Brad LaPlante. The head coach, the Hutto Hippos, 
making the move up to Class 6A. As we mentioned, kind of when we were talking about winners and losers, it's, it's like on one hand they are on their way up, but on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, you move into Region 4, they could have gone in with Lake Travis and Westlake. It's one of those things, like a kind of a mixed bag, where it's not it, it's not as... Not you as obviously would have preferred to stay in 5A, mm-hmm. but knowing that you were going into... Knowing the, the circumstances at hand, that's about... I would say the best that they could reasonably hope for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And, you know, they're going to be competitive, you know, in whatever they play. So, say he seemed, he seemed ready to go. I think, yes. he was ex- I think he was almost excited. Oh, it. yeah. Well, the good thing about this time of year is that uh, everyone's, uh, everyone's zero and zero. Yep. And enough time has passed that coaches are, like, Mellow anxious for bit. more football. Yeah. And so, yeah. So this is a good time to catch them. This and then when we get to coaching school, whenever we put out the magazine and we predict some teams to miss the playoffs or last in district or things like that, um, then they, they get really fired up. So it'll be fun. <laughs> Great. Uh, You'll love to hear it. <laughs> well, yeah. I <laughs> I field my fair number of complaints, which yeah. is fine. That's, that's, that's the fun. The, the This is a talking sport. We're supposed yeah. to be talking. You know what I mean? So, exactly. heck, we do a show every single stinking day here talking about football. So, we appreciate Bridal Plant hopping on with us. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. still think it's the first favorite, but whatever. Uh, one, Matt Stepp said in the comments that if you're if anybody's going to be in Lubbock at the South Plains Clinic, make sure to stop by and say hello to my, Matt Stepp. Yeah. He's a very friendly person. Stepp is, Stepp is uh, out there grinding. Um, he's at a lot of different places. He's going to Lubbock uh, this weekend for the, for the South Plains Lubbock uh, Clinic to chat up with even more coaches. This is clinic season. And this is kind of, this is clinic season. And then starting in like May, late April is when 7-on-7 seven seven season starts, which is the other of Matt Stepp's favorite times of year. Uh, Matt Stepp loves 7-on-7. Seven seven. And in fact, we were in College Station and uh, we scouted out uh, it was a good. That was a good scouting trip for for seven on seven because yeah. we're going to go down there um, and um, make sure we take care of the you know, know where we're going. Yeah. And so, uh, and more importantly, know where to eat because we've got you know. Yeah, that was a bit of a struggle for us. But the good thing is though that because when we go down there for seven on seven, school will be out. Yeah, and so it's not near as and crowded. so it won't be as crowded at a lot of these restaurants. That's like that's like Denton. Denton does the same thing. Like once it it clears out mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, the other thing is uh, Allison Brown commented. He said, "I have a really Hi, important Allison. question. I sent it in last week and no mention SMH, Ooh. which to be fair, I did comment back. I'm just going to throw that out there. SMH. Uh, what needs to be said to Vince Young when you see him in person? He said he's going to be on lo- in Longview on the 20th. She wants to know like what should she say to him about coming and getting a trophy? Am- what I commented back is say." Dude, they have a trophy for you. Go get it. I, I, like, <laughs> here's the thing. So we have now it. done. I'm, I'm for the 901st time today. Uh, I will. I will ask Vince Young to come get his Player of the Year trophy. Here it is. Um, it's sat here on this uh, at at every single iteration of our um, studio, which this is the third iteration of the studio. And so we've asked him. But here's the thing. I don't think he knows we have it. I don't think he knows it exists. And so, if you do run into Vince Young and you're trying to be an emissary for, for this, uh, for this mm-hmm. dumb internet show, just inform them. Say, hey, do you know that Dave Campbell's Texas football um, has your f- 2001 5A Player of the Year trophy? And there's 901 episodes that you can And see in fact, it. we can prove it. <laughs> yeah, pull up any of the episodes uh, and you can see that. In fact, you know what we need? 
What do we need? A super cut. Yeah. Not bit, 901. Uh, no. But. I could I could do that. See if we can get a super I could, cut together. I, I, I will say this. Vince Young has liked one of my tweets before on Twitter. Like, I tweeted at him, and he liked okay. it. So maybe, maybe we can Maybe try that's this. how we do it. If we just get every person to, like, retweet it. And he'll yeah. get all the notifications. We can we can put together at least ten. I think so. Okay, that's yeah. my job for okay. today. We'll get the, I'll get that done. Okay, well, let's make it twenty. Twenty. I want it to be. I want it to feel like. Oh man, these guys are serious about this. Okay. These people are insane, which is true. Which um, <laughs> you're not wrong. Not wrong. Um, yeah. So we will. Um, yeah. Me said the ending of the show will be much different if VY does come pick up his trophy. That's true. We yeah, we'll have to figure out another ending. Out we'll have to do something else. Yeah. Or yeah. we'll just thank him. Yeah. Vince Young, thank you for getting your Player of the Year <laughs> <Your> trophy. trophy. <laughs> Stop by any time. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Brad LaPlante for being our guest on tape. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Text football today.